This is 69 The Podcast. I'm Dave Haynes. 69 has been covering the digital signage industry since the dawn of man, first online and now as a podcast. The goal on here is to make listeners aware of interesting companies, smart people, and new technology developments, all of them meaningful in making digital signage projects happen. I try to help listeners understand sometimes complicated subjects and why they should care. The podcasts are free and I try to get a new one out weekly, but things happen now and then. The 69 Podcast has been gratefully sponsored and supported since the start by Jeremy Gavin and the fine folks at ScreenFeed, the digital signage content store. ScreenFeed makes beautiful looking, totally automated content for signage and digital out-of-home networks. Check them out at ScreenFeed.com. 69 has been around since 2006, and the publication and podcast are now owned by Spectrio, which provides customer engagement solutions for business. You can find them at Spectrio.com. I bumped into Gil Maslia at a conference this summer and told the software executive we were long overdue to do a podcast about what's happening with his company, NovaSign. We finally nailed down a date and time, and as it turned out, it was just days after the horrendous violence that broke out in Israel, where Maslia and his company are based. We chatted about the situation and the impacts on his company and family. Everything's fine, but everyone is understandably rattled. But then we get into the roots of what NovaSign does, what's different about its CMS solution, and what they're seeing and hearing in the marketplace. NovaSign was an early adopter of Android, and it remains its primary go-to operating system. Though Israeli, more than half of its business comes from the US, and another quarter from Europe. And now the company is growing business in Japan. Listen and learn. Gil, thank you for joining me. Uh, You're in Israel, and we're a few days after things went crazy there. I have to ask, how are things going? How are you? And uh, I'm, I, I assume the family's fine and everything? Yeah, thank you for your concern. Yes, me and my family are all good. Also, all the NoviSign team members uh, here in Israel, we are good. Uh, last Saturday was a very hard day here in Israel. It's something we never expected that will happen. But uh, here we go. Your, your offices are pretty close to the West Bank, aren't they? Uh, yeah, so Israel is Israel is a small and tiny country. It's not so yeah. big, uh, so everything is close to everything. Our office is close to to the West Bank. The conflict and all the issues you hear now in the news have been in the south area of Israel, with the border of the Gaza Strip. Right. Hmm. Okay. Well, I, I hope uh, everything continues to be fine for you and things settle down there. Yeah, we, we also hope, though, at the end of the day, you know, we, we, we like to work, we like to have peace, uh, everybody wants to build good things uh, together, and, and also do our neighbors. We do have, uh, in, in Novisan, we have uh, Arab Muslims, we have Christians from all around the world, we have Jewish people, we all work happily together. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, and, and that's what we hope the world will, will go for, it's just this thing with the Gaza Strip that uh, uh, this organization called Hamas, who is making uh, uh, the issues and challenges for, for our regions, which I hope good for for everyone. Mm-hmm. Have have uh, has staffing been affected at all? Like, have you had uh, members of your staff be called up to the military? Yeah. So, uh, in in many conflicts, uh, uh, they call some of the, of the staff, uh, but. You can say it's less than 10% uh, of our team. It's all the time like uh, one or two people uh, uh, that are doing it. Yeah, but it's just one of those things where 
you can't help but be directly affected in some way because of the size of the country and the and the way things operate, right? Exactly. Yes. All right. So enough of that. I I, I don't want to dwell on it, and uh, no doubt by the time that this airs, things will have changed and hopefully gotten better. Uh, just for the benefits of people who maybe don't know your company, can you run down what you do, how long you've been around, and kind of how you distinguish yourself in the marketplace as NovaSign? Perfect. So we are NovaSign. We do digital signage software. Uh, our company is based in Israel and provides services from all around the world. We do have people in the U.S., people in Germany, people in Japan. Uh, with a team of more than 200 partners uh, all around the world, we give a global uh, software as a service uh, for digital uh, signage. Uh, I started the company with my colleague Avi uh, 12 years ago. It was uh, 2011. Uh, we established it uh, here in Israel. You know, with a dream to be a great startup changing the world, you know, and leading the digital science software globally. Have you changed the world? You know, it's not so easy. <laughs> it's not so easy. We were sure we'll do it. We are doing changes. We are doing progresses. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but, you know, opening a startup 12 years ago, that's, that's a, a long journey, uh, like a roller coaster. You go up, you go down, but you keep going forward all the time. And, and after a few few years, we started to show the, the good results are coming, and since then we are growing and growing constantly every year. Good. So, if you were lined up against, let's say, ten other CMS software companies out there, and somebody said, "All right, I've looked at all these other ones. What is it about you guys that's distinctive and different and important? What would you say?" Yeah. So, so first, it's, it's it's the team. So we came with a lot of uh, experience in the software programming. We are technical people. We are software programming people. Uh, we opened the, the company to to lead in the platforms that enable people to do that. So it's the team that you work with. It's the technology behind the uh, the servers, the player, the communication, the integration, and and it's the offering that we have. So we have a wide offering, which is a very reliable and secure and trusted by thousands of customers all around the world. Yeah, you, you mentioned security, and I, I know you're SOC2 certified. Was that important to do? I, I'm, I'm hearing more and more from uh, the variety of different companies saying that the, the security piece of this is really, really important, maybe in a, much more so than it was even a couple of years ago. That's correct. So more and more organizations uh, are now looking at security, but also it's the maturity of the company. So when Novisan started and you have few installations, what you're busy is just to build a software that works. And then after it works, you start adding more and more features. And when we started, we were looking at the small and medium business. But slowly, as people see we have a nice, easy-to-use platforms, then also the bigger company wants it. But when you go for a bigger company, and, and, and as time has changed, all these medium and large companies look today in, in, in security, and looking at all these RFPs, you really need a good security in order to, uh, 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 to get these customers. 
Have, have you kind of evolved like uh, a lot of companies have where they started with the uh, small to medium business market and now they're more focused on enterprise? We are not focusing on enterprise yet, but this is the evolved engine that we have. So if you ask me like five years ago, we wouldn't work with banks, insurance companies, uh, bigger Fortune 500 companies. But you know, if you look recently in, in the last five years, then you know, we started to work with, uh, we have a few, few banks and, and corporations and insurance companies. Uh, worldwide, and, and this is like you know, the bigger number, bigger business, and hundred company to grow. I, I'm curious when you say five years ago you wouldn't have worked with a big bank or so, somebody like that. Is that because your platform wasn't ready for it, or a, a, a very large customer, as I've said to some other people in the past, can actually it can be great, but it can kill your company because they it, it just gets so involved and they can be so needy. It's, it's a good point. So if I look at that, I can tell you an interesting story. So, you know, like, like a year or two after we opened the company and we, we updated the website and we started to do promotions and we started to go to shows and I'm sitting in my home and suddenly I'm getting, you know, today we have people in the U.S., but, but back then we, we had been just in Israel and a call was redirecting for me for the U.S. and it was the MTA of New York uh, 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 transportation company, MTA mm-hmm. was in the line asking about our platforms, and you're not really ready for for these type of companies when you are, you know, less than ten, ten people, small company, you know, a new product. But but once you are, you know, uh, 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 almost ten years or so, and and you have enough people to support, enough understanding, the security. The features, the integrations, the platforms, the, the, then you get ready for serving the bigger companies. Work with a lot of different platforms and therefore hardware partners. Uh, I know you're on Android, you're on different SOC platforms uh, for, for smart displays, uh, all that sort of thing. Is it a challenge to manage the variety of, of you know, the, they're all, I guess, kind of similar in certain respects. Most of them are Linux in, in some way or another, but how easy or hard is it to stay on top of all those different ones? It, uh, it is a good point. It is a good challenge because looking at that, it's when you're a small company and, and, and you have like, you know, at the beginning we started with Android. Uh, I, I, I think we've been one of the first, if not the first, to develop an uh, Android-based player, an APK, uh, back in uh, 2011. Mm-hmm. Today, there are more and more people in Android, if not uh, most of them. And, and, and then we started to add. We added uh, Windows, we added Chrome, we added Linux. Now we are adding uh, a, a HTML player. We are adding uh, a Tizen. We are adding uh, WebOS. And we're adding more and more features, and it's becoming to be very complex to support them all. Because once you have a change, you need to see it working on all the platforms. And when you speak about Android platforms, just the Android platform has so many versions. Mm-hmm. And we even lately force all our customers with Android that is less than 6.0 to you know to stop using the system because until half a year ago. There are people that were still using Android 4.4 with us, 
and the difference between Android 4 and Android 12 is, is, is huge. Yeah. So, so imagine a fix, a security, a support. As you say, it's becoming to be more and more challenge and you need to grow the team. And it's slower for you to, to add new features because you need to, to see that it's working on all the platforms. But we do believe we should be always agnostic, hardware agnostic, because what is differentiating a, a CMS software from a Samsung, LG, and all the other uh, uh, display manufacturers that are doing the software is that we work with all the platforms and they work just with their platforms. Mm-hmm. So, so we keep it as a focus for us. Is is technology enabling you to go towards being operating system agnostic, without having to make compromises in terms of, yes, we can work across all of these different platforms, but we can't do everything on each of them or whatever. Which I've heard versus, you know, natively written software that's native to ties and native to. Web OS and so on and so on. Yeah, it's it's hard to do 100% of your features on all the platforms. Not all the platforms, not all the OS work on uh, equally. So our main player from the first day until today is the Android, which we can do 100% of, of our capabilities. Mm-hmm. When you go to a, a, a Tizen or WebOS, then you are limiting in some way, and then you need to give away some features sometimes uh, when you're developing your platform. Are, are you finding that the marketplace, uh, end users, and, and your reseller partners are kind of starting to settle in on certain solutions, like they're, they're settling in on Android or whatever it may be? Uh, I, I think, and you probably know better than me, uh, the hardware, the platforms, the ways to do digital science is like a big jungle. Uh, yeah. There are so many things, so many choices, so many, even the software, you know, you ask, you know, there are many, you all the time say there are many more CMS platforms, they are. So there are so many varieties there, so I don't see anybody locking on, on anything, and, and that's why we, we keep the diversity to be able to support more For the technical people at uh, AV companies are just starting to get into digital signage or the AVIT people for end user customers, do, do they look at this space and go, come on guys, can, can you just establish some standards and continuity and not have, have all these variety of options? It's, it's they're asking for that. We are asking for that. Uh, I think the world's need that. The one thing we do see that Android, since we started 12 years ago, and imagine 12 years ago, it was, you didn't even have a set-up box of an Android. Yeah. Or, or just the, the first one was just coming in, in uh, 2012, like the year after we started, or the first year of lobby sign. And today, most of the world, most of the set-up box around the world are Android-based. So we do see that Android, both on the system on chip and both of the players, have been the main platforms for the digital signage. For us, for sure, uh, for sure, more than half of our installation and most of our installations, they are Android-based, either with a player or with a system of chip. Uh, I find it very strange that Samsung and LG still struggling to, to have their own uh, standards, way, technology, and not you know, going with the mainstream. Yeah, well, that, that seems to be changing. I mean, Samsung is 
you know, kind of moving away from its software partners, at least it certainly seems that way and marketing its own platform and LG WebOS now has a standalone player, a WebOS player, as opposed to you have to buy their display so that, you know, they've got some flexibility there. So I think the big guys are seeing the need to either adjust or just uh, deciding, you know what, yes, we have partners, but we are going to do our own thing as well. Uh, we, we believe in Android, but we still believe that we, we need to be uh, hardware and OS agnostic. For over a decade, ScreenFeed has been the reliable choice for beautifully designed, licensed content such as news and weather. We handle over 27 million requests a day to deliver dynamic content to 200,000 screens across the globe. Now we bring you ScreenFeed Connect, a no-code solution that makes complex content projects easy. Projects that used to take our designers and developers weeks became a to-do we could complete before lunch. The easy-to-use browser-based tool leverages pre-built data connections and ready-made widgets to give you the power to design with data. Create team member profiles, schedules, tenant directories, progress boards, featured products, or anything that leverages your data. Discover how Connect empowers you to complete projects faster at screenfeed.com. Has uh, partner and end user demands, have they changed through the years? Like what, what they wanted when you got into it, or maybe even five years ago, is that different from now? That's an interesting question. I, I don't notice uh, a big change in the partners, but one thing is for sure, you know, customers, partners, they all the time wants everything. So <laughs> uh, yeah. we need to be there to, to deliver it for them. The impression I get generally is uh, both for the uh, AVIT ecosystem and particularly on the end user side, they understand the technology a lot more. They understand the benefits and so on. So you're you're no longer having to uh, put stuff up on a website or elsewhere saying what is digital signage and here's the reasons you want to use it and so on. They 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 get it. They understand it. Perhaps they've used it and now they're they're looking for their second generation of software because the their first selection did the job but didn't really do what they wanted or limited their capabilities. Are you seeing that? Yes, I, I think the world is more familiar with this signage. Uh, when we started 20 years ago, not many people know what it is, what you do with that, how you install it. And today, every new project you see, signage is integral, internal, mass part in all these uh, new setup locations, public places. And, and when more and more people are dealing with that, then they have more knowledge about it. And then they start you know, to learn more, to ask more. Uh, this is something we do see. Mm-hmm. Are, are there particular vertical markets that you're seeing a lot of growth in and that you guys are focused on? It's, um, I can tell you, I can start with the geographical region. So most of our business, more than half of our business is coming from the United States. Mm-hmm. Which United States is the easiest market to work with. You know, they they faster trying thing, understanding thing. Uh, and then we have the European market, which 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 a quarter of, of our sales coming from there, and uh, more conservatives. 
what they're getting, how they're getting, planning, trying, and, and so on. And then we have the rest of the world, and we are focusing and growing uh, in the last five years in Japan. Uh, we have a local team over there in, in Japan, and in Japan, they are testing more, asking more. But, uh, you know, if, if you deliver and if you have a lot of patience, uh, uh, then it grows. So, so this is the region that we work with. As for the different sectors, we really don't have anything which is like more than 20% of, 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 uh, of our business. Uh, mm -hmm. We do have the hospitalities, we do have the healthcare, we have the cooperation. Uh, we did have retail, but, but we started the new initiative, which we spoke in the past a little bit, that we, we established with, with some partners, a company named Zrilo which is focusing in the retail industry. So everything which is coming out from retail, uh, a classical retail, most of the time we, today we are moving uh, uh, to this new initiative that, that we built, uh, and that's generally the sectors. Are you mainly selling through, uh, quote-unquote, a channel, or do you sell direct? We are acting both direct and both on the uh, uh, channels. Um, both of them are significant for us, so there isn't one which is which is more or less significant than the other. A lot of our partners are white labels, so there are so many uh, installations around the world which are based on the novice and signage that you won't even know. I, I assume it is very, very important to these partners. Yes, because for for years these partners you know it's it's their software their brand and, and our support behind it and, and we give them like instances and so on so uh, uh this we keep very uh, confidential of, of course if an end user will turn everything upside down and look and research you know after some time you will find but it, it's working fine uh, for, for our partners and for us are they are your partners layering on managed services so they're they're white labeling and then saying you know we 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 can run this network for you or at least keep an eye on it yeah so when we when we're working with with a, with a local partner and, and we have more than 200 of them all around the world uh, the nice thing that if a customer is calling us and say i want to install in this hotel in this hospital in this restaurant in this city hall you know We'll uh, tell him the first thing, you know, we are a software company, we are SaaS, it's a do-it-yourself, we can support you over the phone, but if you want uh, installation, if you want hardware, if you want initial setup, if you don't have the right people in your organization, then we can refer you to one of our partners. So our partners, they are integrators. They know how to build the right hardware, mm -hmm. how to configure our software, and how to set it up for the customers, and they do it and they know it much better than us. Right. So if, if 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 a customer just wants to you know get the SaaS subscriptions and they're going to do it themselves, then your partners aren't going to really see anything out of that anyways. They're looking for the, the services and you know the hardware integration, all that stuff. So they're not too fussed if you go direct on that. But if there's an opportunity to layer in things, then you then you throw it to your partners. Yes, because we we are not going to meetings with customers, we are not flying to customers, we are not driving to customers. We do everything software, everything from remote. As long mm -hmm. as you need to set the hardware piece or to go to a meeting, 
uh, that it's not well designed anymore. Are there quote unquote whale accounts, big reference accounts, or or you know they could even be small ones that you, when you asked about when you get asked about who are you working with that you're you're able to talk about? Uh, so we one of our biggest account is uh, Forden in Portugal, which is like a, a Best Buy uh, that has uh, more than ten thousand endpoints working oh, wow. with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we do have some other uh, uh, big uh, uh, corporations, hotels that are, that are working with us uh, as well. In, in Israel, I can tell you some names like uh, IKEA, Coca-Cola. Uh, most of the hotels that are working with us here, um, and, and many other big uh, brands. Hmm. Uh, in, in that Portuguese big box uh, electronic store. What are they doing in there? Is it strictly just big displays, or are they doing it interactive? It's, it's more like a display things, but they mm-hmm. but they are one of the first. They are very uh, 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 they have a lot of uh, initiative. Uh, uh, they are very innovative, and for more than five years we worked with them, and they all the time one one step ahead of the market. Whether it's a very nice uh, gates and video walls and presentation layers and presenting on products so in a way when you go to the board and store it will dress the entire store with, with, with a special occasion holiday festival and the promotion that they're doing mm-hmm. uh, I'm curious about how your company is using AI you come from a part of the world that has you know pretty serious a uh, number of technical people and some of the AI companies have come out of uh, of Israel. Uh, are you applying it, and, or are how are you looking at it as something you can use? So we we know and believe that AI will be a part of the digital signage. We know it's it's important. We know it's just the beginning of it now. So the value you can create with it it's not big yet, but we know it's coming. So. At this phase, we didn't release anything or expose anything, but our technology team is looking at that and trying to do a few things. We might present something in in ISE, which is coming beginning of next year. And would you use it for... I was I moderated a panel the other night in New York about all this, and... Okay. I said the, the the presentation layer of using AI for generated visuals and so on is interesting, but to me the uh, truly interesting stuff is back of house, uh, you know, automating routine tasks and and uh, you know, creating marketing materials without a whole bunch of work involved. And you know, one of the guys uh, ran a media company was talking about uh, data input and harmonizing data and all, all that sort of thing. So. To, to somebody looking at this from afar, they might think, well, that's pretty boring, but it, it, it can be pretty valuable. We are less looking on the operations side, like AI will help us with the operations side of the signage. We are more looking on the, on the content uh, uh, creation mm-hmm. uh, for the signage itself, for, for the endpoints. Mm-hmm. What about on the technology side? Uh, there's endless buzz about uh, LED displays and new emerging display technologies. On, on 
the display and the playback hardware side, are, are there things emerging that you think are going to be important? We, we don't go into the display technology, the LED technology. For us, it's more agnostic. So as long as it can get the, uh, a resolution of a screen, then, then yeah, it's, it's an output. Yeah. The one looking at, as, as an input or an output is the way you look at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about on uh, media players and just computing power? Yeah, the, the, the media player is it's the, it's the important uh, stuff. And, and the main question we all the time ask ourselves is, you know, uh, is the world moving to a system on chip? Would it, would it stay on, on players, on media players? Would it be a combination of them? Uh, you know, would, 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 would the resolutions and the quality should grow? Uh, performance and and this is something we invest a lot of uh, efforts thinking and, and development especially working with all these different platforms which which is a lot of maintenance to do mm-hmm. yeah i i think one of the interesting things and i'm racking my brain trying to remember who but the the, the idea of system on chip but uh with an upgrade pass so you could pop open a uh, smart display and put in a new soc three years out that uh, you know has more graphics processing or some other capability that maybe that didn't have when you first bought it. Mm, that's an interesting direction. It's uh, we're less we're less than that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So if people want to know more about your company, where would they find you online? Yeah. So uh, you can look for uh, uh, novisign.com. Uh, all the information is there. The phone numbers, the contact us. And we're all the time looking for uh, new partners that will work with us, innovate with us, and, and take our software to more and more customers, more and more locations. And also, if you're an end customer and you want to learn more, you want us to support you with innovative technology and mainly software, uh, we'd be happy to visit NoviSign.com. All right, Gil. Uh, thank you. I, I hope things calm down there and when i see you at ISE in a few weeks or a couple months i guess actually uh, i will also be i will we are planning to be in medica in germany next month and then in dse in las oh, vegas okay. and then i see in barcelona so wherever you're coming i will be always happy to see you las vegas and barcelona i'll be there okay oh yeah you have the mixer there i, I that's I, right I, I <laughs> yeah yeah at we both <laughs> Me and my colleagues. Looking forward, Dave, for that. Good. All right. Well, stay safe, and uh, we'll see you soon. Okay. Thank you very much. Take care. That's it for this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it, and maybe you learned a thing or two. If you're new to 69, it's a podcast that's been around since 2016. You can click around the archive and find hundreds of conversations with smart industry people. If you're new to digital signage, you need to be reading 169 at 16-9.net. You'll find more than 8,000 posts by me and expert guest writers about this industry. 16.9 is not a press release republishing mill, like a lot of this stuff out there. If something makes it on 16.9, that means it matters in some way to the business. Everything about 16.9 is free. 
Great sponsors make my work possible, and the key one here is ScreenFeed, the digital signage content store. Check out all the curated and automated content available at ScreenFeed.com. 16.9, the blog and the podcast, are now owned by Spectrio, which does customer engagement solutions, most of that digital signage, for all kinds of businesses. You'll find them in the Tampa area and online at Spectrio. That's Spectrio.com. You'll find me working out of a sunny back room in my house, located outside Halifax, Nova Scotia, on the east coast of Canada. Thanks for listening. I'm Dave Haynes.